0: Where would you look if I asked you to find me a bizarre? I don't know. Target. For your information, a is a stone found in the stomach of a goat, and it can save you from most poisons. Oh, I thought it was a demon who made body-snatching, neural-clamping face-huggers that hatch out of surprisingly clean chicken eggs. Oh wait! Wh- oh wait! This isn't a Harry Potter podcast. I was gonna ask why you're wearing robes and carrying a wand. And uh, tweeting unnecessary plot details. This is awkward. (laughs) Um, Hold on, I'll be right back after I change into my mod dress and grab Mr. Pointy. This week, the Buffy gays crack into Season 2, Episode 12 of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Bad Eggs. We'll answer rhetorical questions about sexual urges, share trivia, and some behind-the-scenes facts. We'll give the episode a rating from 1 to 10 stakes, provided we haven't spent all our time making out in a graveyard instead of taking podcast notes. And we'll say yippie yay gay as we fire off a brief queer analysis of the gayest moment of the episode. So try not to put all your eggs in one basket, mostly so they don't grow tentacles and take over your nervous system, for this week's episode of Buffy, Buffy games. games. <laughs> all right. <laughs> <laughs> Hello all, I'm Kyle. And I'm Zach. And we're a couple of small town gays who love Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Together, we'll examine each episode of this trailblazing series through the lens of our own queer experiences. We'll dive deep into the stacks to break down each episode, share some behind-the-scenes trivia at Scooby meetings, and explore queer themes as we stand against the forces of darkness. So whether you're a first-time watcher, or you've been a fan since the old ones walked the earth, we invite you to join weekly patrols of the Sunnydale streets with your Buffy Buffy Gaze! How's it going? It's going fantastic Itus. You're not gonna ask me how that's going, no. <laughs> Just kidding. How are you? How is it going? I'm good. <sighs> good. Uh, this week at work, I was asked if I was gay. I was asked about my religion Ah. and I was asked my political beliefs and only one of those was incredibly inappropriate. I also got a new coworker this week who the second day working together, he was like, we were just in the break room and he was like, so what are your political beliefs? And I was like... (laughs) (laughs) I'm not going to talk about that at work, but thanks. And then he was like, well, I think both sides have some really good points. And I listened to Joe Rogan. And I was like, Uh, okay. (laughs) All right. You have now assured that I will never, ever feel comfortable around you. Okay, Zachary. Do you have any trivia about Bad Eggs? Not a lot, (laughs) to be honest. Uh, But I will say that Bad Eggs first aired on Monday, January 12th, 1998. The episode was directed by writing regular David Greenwalt. Greenwalt previously directed Reptile Boy. Yes. And um, the only piece of trivia I have for this one is that Lyle and Tector, the names of the Gorch Brothers, came from this movie, The Wild Bunch, which they referenced um, in season oh. one. Oh,
1: ah, very it's interesting. Like a Western
0: uh, the writer of this episode is Marty Noxon, returning from the two-parter. This is her first filler episode. Very <laughs> fun. It's good to see a filler bitch this season. I'm not talking about those lips. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. All right. Oh, short trivia section this week. Damn. I don't think I can think of any, like, little random trivia. This is so there such an insulated much. episode. Yeah, like... <laughs> I don't know. There are, there were a few things. I was like, kind of trying to find stuff. I was looking on IMDb. There are a few things that are like these broader connections to like things that happen later. Uh-huh. Also, just like, I mean, I guess this is technically a spoiler, but not one that matters, so it's not really a spoiler. They <laughs> mention this episode <laughs> later on. Oh, that's not a spoiler. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's why I said it's not. Oh, <laughs> okay. Uh, before we get into our detailed episode discussion... What did, how did you feel about this episode? I actually really liked this episode. I, this is another episode that I've always really skipped. Mm-hmm. And it's not that bad. Like, it's fine. Yeah. And there are parts of it that are funny and pretty good. But, like, mm-hmm. one thing I really don't like in this episode, and I'll talk about it more, is I really don't like how they wrote Joyce in this episode. I think it makes complete sense. I mean, I get it. I just don't like it, I feel like. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, but that's the whole point. We'll talk more about it. Uh, I Actually, I expected to hate this episode. I Mm -hmm. thought it was going to be worse than Ted. I like it. Uh, Okay, so let's move on into our discussion. Zach, do you want to give our disclaimer? Sure. So we're about to move into our discussion of the episode. But uh, if you haven't seen the series before, don't worry we won't spoil anything that happens beyond this episode we'll only talk about things up to this episode and when we get to things that uh, may hint at future events we'll only uh, foreshadow them in the cheekiest manner yes only the cheekiest we open up in the mall and the first shot we see is of a hot cowboy and his date mm-hmm. and then we uh pan up to Buffy and Joyce, who are walking through the mall, uh, they're talking about an outfit Buffy wants to buy, mm-hmm. which, uh, according to Joyce, makes her look like a street walker, <laughs> and Buffy's like, "But a thin street walker. Right. That's, wow, so 90s. Yeah, right, Exactly. Uh, Joyce has to print some flyers for something. I guess they've spent too long shopping and the, like, errand that Joyce came here for, like, she forgot about or something. So Joyce has to go print some flyers, and she's like, Buffy, go get my dress from Everyday Woman. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Buffy's like, why didn't you just go to Moo RS? R uh, Buffy is going down the escalator, and she sees... I notice, wait, before she goes down uh-huh. there, there's this store behind them called Software Etc., <laughs> oh, <Which> how appropriate! <laughs> I thought that was a funny name. Is that it a is. real store? Well, I mean, it, to me, it like brings up it, in my brain it brings up Toys R Us. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's a real store, but I that wonder. is a funny name. If you know about it, and it's a real store. I was saying appropriate because uh, <laughs> we just kept, we're just coming off of TED. Yeah, Very and funny. also, well, the reason I asked if it's real is because there was like this huge sketchers display behind them. Oh, and so I was like, maybe it's a real store, because I mean, perhaps maybe, maybe it's maybe it's a local chain in California. Yeah. <laughs> so while Buffy's going down this escalator, she sees that cowboy from earlier and the woman he's with, and I th- I think she kind of notices that he's like looking at her neck or something. No, there's, like, a mirror wall, and he doesn't have a reflection. In oh, it. yeah. Oh, God. Okay, so I was wondering. I thought sh- there was, like, another escalator on the other side, mm-hmm. and that she's – I was like, wow, that girl looks exactly like <laughs> that girl. Okay, I feel th- I feel better now because I kind of thought that at first. I was like, wait, what just <laughs> happened? And yeah, I backed it up, and I was like, oh, it's like a mirror wall. Because I thought a, at it, first that escalator. the reason Buffy was concerned was because she saw the exact same woman on the other <laughs> side of the escalator. Which is concerning. <laughs> so Buffy follows this cowboy and this woman up the escalator, and she ends up in an arcade that they're in alone. There's no one in this well, arcade. Well, I mean, she did say the mall is closing soon. Oh, that makes sense. What I was more weird about is like, okay, so what is where where is this arcade in relation to the rest of the mall because it's like it, it's like right next to the restrooms or something yeah it's like there's a there's like an alley in the mall <laughs> yes. and this arcade is hidden like, it's this weird secluded area like it's Diagon alley or something it's oh i also noticed that she walked past a little bank of payphones and i was like <gasps> payphones <laughs> oh remember payphones and they had those little like uh, like plexiglass kind of dividers, oh, ooh. for privacy, ahead or whatever. Of, ahead of their time. Oh, I was, I was like, oh, they're they're keeping people <laughs> safe from sneezes. No, <laughs> I mean, I guess they did that on accident. Yes, although it wasn't. They didn't. They only went to probably like shoulder level. So actually, no, they oh, did. Okay, but anyway, yeah. <laughs> so Buffy goes into this arcade, and she's like, uh, the the girl with this cowboy is like, do you mind? And then Buffy's like. I knew you were cheating on me, honey, or something like that. And the girl's like, "Oh, I should leave you guys alone." So, is <laughs> she supposed to be a kid? I don't. I don't know. Cause like the so like she looks like she's kind of an indeterminate uh-huh. age. Uh You have a very good point here. <laughs> he looks like he's in his forties. Yeah. I mean, as a human, or you know, in human he definitely he looks like a grown adult man who is well past teen years. Yeah. So that was weird. Yes, I d I didn't hadn't even thought about that. That is weird. This uh, sixteen year old girl pretending to be this old man's uh he's I mean he's not that old. Uh girlfriend. But so she starts to go away and he's like, no. And uh he is in bumpy face now mm-hmm. and she gets scared and runs away. And then Buffy starts to kick his ass at one point she punches him in the balls. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so she funny. calls him sugar or he calls her sugar lips. Yes, he does. Um, and listen, I just want to take a stand right here and right now and say that I just got this weird, like kind of catharsis from watching this and like watching her beat that guy up from watching buffy beat up a cowboy because i was just like this guy 100 percent votes republican oh yeah absolutely one th- like one million percent i know that's not a real thing and we but, learned like, he definitely votes republican <laughs> and we will learn later that uh this guy is a shit bag was a shit bag even before he was a vampire yeah they like uh it said they like killed an entire mexican village or something yes votes republican so Buffy kicks his ass uh by the end he like does this like f- neat little like rolling move mm-hmm. where his hat comes off his head and then he catches it. It's really cool. <laughs> and he runs away. He's like, This ain't over. Yes. <laughs> he just runs away. Yeah, oh, and he introduces himself as Lyle Gorch in this scene. Mm. Uh so Buffy meets Joyce afterwards in the food court for mall food. She's like, Oh, mall food what was joy that? or whatever. It it's like either spaghetti or maybe some sort of I thought it was probably Chinese. Entree. Yeah, I was about to say. I think it's some kind of Chinese, probably. Probably some kind of noodles. Mm. Uh, and <laughs> uh, Joyce is like, Buffy, where's my dress? <laughs> 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 right. And th- they're like, Oh no, we can't get it now. They're closed. And uh, that's when Joyce says. She's like, let me guess, you're distracted by a boy. And Buffy says, technically, (laughs) it's (laughs) true. And Joyce is like, a little responsibility is all I ask. Honestly, don't you think of anything besides boys and clothes? And Buffy says, saving the world from vampires. And Joyce is just like, I swear, sometimes I don't know what goes on in your head. (laughs) (laughs) Which is like another, like, (laughs) Joyce is so like, in this episode, Joyce is just like complete no clarifying questions. No, Joyce is like, oh, you're you're doing bad things, so I'm gonna ground you. <laughs> it's the it's, Buffy just had to deal with. Buffy just thought she killed a man, probably uh-huh. like a week or two ago. <laughs> yeah, maybe Joyce has residual uh, maybe stuff she, with it, uh, residual like resentment or something. Mm-hmm. But like. Joyce, like I said in the end of the ap- last episode, Joyce is being like willfully ignorant of some stuff. Well, yeah, and uh, she <laughs> and, and she's not like, why would you say? She's just like, she sh- just brushes it off. She's not like, well, why are you saying this? Like, what are you, what are you talking about? No, she's just like, oh, let's just move that aside. I don't know. She's just deflecting from not remembering my dress. <laughs> it's, it's so crazy to me. Uh, uh-huh. So then we cut to the intro. And after the intro, we see Xander and Cordelia making out in a closet with some uh, interesting music. Oh yeah, <laughs> yes, very interesting. And uh, the uh, there's like the like the string hanging from the ceiling, mm-hmm. you know, that like classic uh, visual of like the little string connected to a light bulb. <laughs> very mm-hmm. funny to me. Uh, Cordelia is worried about missing class. Uh, like that'd be against some kind of code for a school. The one light bulb. Anyways, yeah. Mm. With the drawstring. Maybe not. I don't know. So uh, Xander turns on the light, and Cordelia doesn't want it to be on. Uh, so he says, you know what? This would work a lot better for me if you didn't well, talk. Ink- well, the thing that was really weird to me about him saying that is she just said... I'm worried we might miss class. (laughs) Right? She wasn't, like, insulting him or anything. Yeah. Which, I mean, Xander, I think Xander would probably feel this way for any woman he he, was with. Yeah. I was like, that's kind of gross. And, like... He accuses her later of being vapid. And I was like, she literally said, I don't want to miss class. Yes, exactly. What are you talking about? (laughs) Uh, Cordelia says, you know what? It would work a lot better for me with the lights off. And he's like, you can't look at me when we're doing whatever it is we're (coughs) doing, which is kind of, it's kind of like, you can't look at me when we have sex. Right. That kind of thing. Uh, And, uh, (laughs) and she's like, I can, I just don't want to. (laughs) Mm. And, uh, they're like oh we're hiding from our friends blah 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 she insults his outfit they're like oh neither of us need this they start to leave but then they they have their hands on the doorknob and then they take it off and then they start making out again and xander turns off the light so but then they like fall on the floor yes it's (laughs) very passionate making out as they fall to the ground we cut straight to teen health class where our teacher is saying s-e-x Sex <laughs> The animal sex drive is intense. He's, yeah, I was like, I have imagined this in Arkansas. This if uh, if a teacher in a health class said like even like ten percent of the words that this teacher is saying in this class, mm-hmm. there would be an angry mob like before the period was over. Oh yeah, like well first of all there would be kids that weren't there because their parents wouldn't let them come on that day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, there. Uh, you would have to. They would send home a note and ask the parents to sign it. And if not, uh-huh. they would like have them play dodgeball or something. Right. Yeah. So he's like, "Oh, uh, animals. This this is one thing. One thing. It's not like a huge thing, but like." This is working off the assumption that everyone has a sex drive, which is not true hmm. and is, uh, you know, something that could be taught in these kind of classes. But, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. obviously he's also only talking about heteronormative uh, sex. Hmm. So anyway, he's like, oh, has anyone uh, we've all had he, he he said he's just kind of like this royal we thing. He's uh-huh. like, we've all had these unwanted sexual desires. And I was like, maybe no, well, just be like. Some people do like don't don't refer to yourself. Well, he said. Well, actually, he said, "Who among us oh. hasn't?" Well, I'm that sure leads at into some this, point he does. Yeah, say I, I think we. you're right. But like, he does also though say, "Who among us hasn't had to deal with unwanted sexual desires?" And that's because the Xander, yeah, that's when Xander answers the rhetorical question. Uh, he's like, even he though, raises his hand. This isn't a gross one, but I think that's technically a Xander horny, which is funny. Mm. I just like as you a know funny we're starting one. the Xander Hornies are starting to get to get so blurry because like he's actually he's starting, starting to have like more a, depth as a character. Well, and also just horny he and he has kind of like a not quite not quite but sexual ish relationship with someone. Mm-hmm. So it's like when is it a Xander Horny and when is it just like him and his uh, but not also girlfriend. I also think though in being fair to Xander, I mean. I think this is one of the few positive Xander Hornies that we've had. Yes, <laughs> it's very and funny. like and but positive also in the way of like of course everyone has. So yes. like it's uh-huh. not like he's being. He's just being honest. Yeah, it's not like he's. It's unprovoked, and he's just like being like, oh Buffy, I want to help your leg. Well. <laughs> right like, that it's not a bad one. So the teacher is like, "Oh, it's uh, h- uh because of all these hormones and feelings, it's hard to remember that sex has consequences." Did you see that weird teddy bear poster on the wall behind them? I did not. It's behind the teacher. It's like these two teddy bears and it says like "buckle up baby" or something and there's like oh. a little baby teddy bear and a car seat with seatbelt on that tracks for me <laughs> anyway, that would absolutely be in this classroom it was really weird right uh, there's this is like quick shot of willow and like they make a point to show willow's face and she just looks kind of uncomfortable oh with the, between their back and forth yeah uh because yeah. she's not uh she's not like really saying anything yet uh but um she we like see her face and she's uncomfortable about it when she comments later to like the weirdness of them Yes. So like she's uh-huh. picking up because I well of course yeah. she's like always staring at Xander probably and always like very aware of Xander. Oh she yeah. Has well, crush a little bit him. less now. I feel like she kind of she started. It, no, to get I mean over like it a little. I'm just saying in general, like as yeah, a character, yeah, yeah. she's still into him. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Although s- she does have maybe Oz. Uh, he's just disappeared. Yeah. He's 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 been gone for two episodes. We'll see him before too long. Uh. So uh the teacher asks oh what are some consequences of sex and cordelia is like are you talking about in or out of a car because once <laughs> someone not me kicked the gear shift <laughs> and oh, imdb had this whole thing on there that was like this is evidence that cordelia is the first of the scoobies to lose her virginity because she's clearly talking about herself having sex in a car uh, yeah, posi- uh, but she could also like be lying about it, or she yeah. she could. I mean, Cordelia. I feel like Cordelia is a very honest person. Yeah, she could actually just be talking about her friend. <laughs> Um, yeah, I don't, I guess, but I, I I don't think that's hard confirmation, but it would, it is evidence, uh, to, to that. Xander's like, what about the heartbreak of halitosis? And then Cordelia's like, what about kissing a guy who uses a Hoover technique? Which if you don't know is like, I don't, I feel like people don't like, say that anymore. Yeah, it's like, like you where you spy on them and record them and then blackmail <laughs> them and having sex with you. Oh, yeah, wait, that's no, it. Different Hoover. <laughs> yes. That's when you stick your tongue in someone's mouth when you're kissing and just swirl it around. Oh, wait, no, that's. Uh, w- th- I was thinking of the washing machine. The Hoover is that just sucking really hard? <laughs> Wait, actually, I, I don't know what the Hoover technique. is. I didn't is. think it was a real thing. I just I thought think she was saying that he's like sucking on. Her I've face. heard. I've heard people refer to like the washing machine method or whatever before. When that you, sounds like, swirl, like leaf, you something more appropriate for Carnal Angus or something. Colonel Angus. Angus. And Sandra's like, well, "What about dealing with her vapid?" chit chat which is so funny because cordelia's like what if he's really bad at kissing and you hate kissing him and he's like what if you hate hearing her talk yeah <laughs> so funny uh, to me <laughs> <yeah>. uh, <laughs> and uh the teacher's like okay like but oh, what i wrote what about here some- that the subtext is rapidly becoming text. Oh, yes, absolutely. He's like, what about some other consequences? And Willow's like, well, pregnancy is a pretty big one, huh? And he's like, exactly. That's uh, what I wanted. I just wrote, ouch, timing. Yes, and absolutely. That. Ugh. Uh, anyway, uh, that's when he reveals the egg babies. They're doing the egg baby assignment. Uh, so he tells everyone to pick a partner. Cordelia picks some like random generic cute blonde guy why do they all need an egg if they all or why do they need a partner if they all get an egg that's what so i was wondering too i was also wondering so it looked xander asked this girl who's wearing this like big cardigan he's like hey you got a partner or something (laughs) and the some guy comes up behind him and looks at him like hey that was gonna be my partner does xander have a partner (laughs) i don't know i thought she was denying him the first time because she just kind of laughs and turns around Uh but then i was like is she saying okay? Yeah, exactly. I that couldn't was tell at all. That was very strange. I mean, it's not an important detail of the plot, so... Also, like, if you... First of all, uh, Xander hates this assignment he's going to talk about it in a second. And he's right. It's stupid. <laughs> <laughs> and, but also, like, every it seems like everyone gets their own egg. Mm-hmm. And, like, you don't... No one interacts with their partner at all. Well, I mean... I mean it is it is a device by the bizarre demon to Yeah, just but control like, them all. So the assignment also- itself not making sense does kind of make sense. <laughs> sure, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'm just wondering like why are they partnering why does the why do they have to have partners? But if you did believe this is, that this assignment was actually a good assignment, which it is not, um it would make m- the most sense to not have any partners and make everyone be a single parent, right? Yeah, or if they were partners, they should have one egg between them. But, like... See, this assignment would make sense in, like, a home economics class. Well, the thing is... It, it, okay, I don't think we should... I mean, we we absolutely can if you want. It's fine. I don't think there's any <laughs> need to, to yeah. dig too deep into the assignment. I, the, in terms of the assignment, in terms of the rest of the episode... The only payoff of them having partners is that Buffy's like, "Who's my partner?" Yes, exactly. And then but they're like, no. "You didn't get one." Yeah, and, and then she's like, "I'm single." Yes, exactly. It's for like one joke, and yeah. then ever, no one interacts <laughs> with their partner. I mean, at they all. didn't spend a long time setting it up or anything. So the reason also I'm not that big the good. reason I'm talking about the assignment though is that this is like a trope in, in uh-huh. like all these high school shows. I don't know if any high schools ever actually did this. Oh, uh, the one? Yeah, I think I'm pretty sure that ours did, and we did. They did flower babies too. Mm-hmm. Like they had oh, a Oh yeah, I've definitely flour. seen flower on TV. Well, We didn't have any kind of assignment like this. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm talking about the one I worked at. Ah. So we cut to the library. Uh, Willow and Xander are asking why Buffy wasn't in class. And she's been here trying to find stuff out about Lyle Gorch with Giles. Uh, we learned that the teacher's name is Mr. Whitmore here. Mm-hmm. And uh, <laughs> Buffy's like, did he notice I was tardy? And they're like, you were absent, actually. Yeah, tardy people show up. Exactly. <laughs> uh, so Willow gives Buffy her egg and explains that it's her baby. And Buffy's like, I don't understand. And Xander's like, well, you know, it's the no, whole. she says, as far as punishments go, this is pretty abstract, <laughs> abstract <laughs> yeah, which it's was really funny. funny. <laughs> uh, Xander's like, well, you know, it's the whole sex leads to responsibility thing, did which you... I personally don't get you got to take care of the egg keep it safe teach it christian values and that's what willow says my egg is jewish (laughs) and then xander says then teach it that dreidel song (laughs) (laughs) this is the point in the episode i was watching it really early when i got home from work this morning and i i cackled so hard that i woke zach up in the other room It was so funny to me. Uh, oh, it was really funny that Willow had already constructed, like, a little stand for her egg. Yes, very adorable. Willow works fast, you know? Well, uh, she probably made it before because she knew it was coming. She, I mean, she can find Demetorin through a high school microscope, so... And, well, someone commented co- on that tiktok that i made about that they were uh, like this show isn't scientifically accurate mind blown and i was like shut the fuck up you bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> like obviously but i'm making fun of, of whatever yeah it's just <laughs> it's like let us have this it's just funny exactly but also okay so we learned too that that thing that the cookies were on in the last it episode was not a scale. scale it's a it's heated a hot plate. stirrer yeah like a heated magnetic stir so those cookies are being just warmed up yes not weighed. <laughs> <laughs> anyway buffy's like oh no i'm a single mother i'm doomed to lead my mother's life and uh she sits the egg down on the counter which is very important xander also is like when do we tell them they're adopted <laughs> <laughs> the scene is so funny yeah <laughs> uh he he talks about how it's pointless again which i already talked mm-hmm. about uh and giles is like this vampire is lyle gorch he and his brother tector massacred an entire mexican village in 1886 and someone's like ooh, uh, they are evil or something like that and he's like that was before they were vampires so these guys suck mm-hmm And he's saying, oh, they were probably drawn by... What? (laughs) I just whispered, they vote Republican. Oh, okay. (laughs) And and he's like, they were probably drawn here by the Hellmouth. uh, And uh he's like oh buffy you should probably hunt for them you might need help and then he's like what do you all have eggs <laughs> <laughs> yeah. he's like he just now notices it uh, sometime during while he's talking he's like starts to put a book down on the counter and where buffy's egg is uh-huh. and she's like yeah out it's so funny i yeah uh, i didn't notice that the first time i watched it and then i saw it on the rewatch and i was like oh that's funny uh-huh and uh, so Willow's like, maybe you could hunt with Angel Buffy. Willow being the biggest angel shipper mm-hmm. of us all, as usual. And Xander's like, I see a lot of hunting going on in that scenario. A bit very snarky. Actually, he says scenario, which I think oh, is funny. scenario. If they have a thing of saying scenario. Yes. Uh, anyway. Before I get to the next line that brings us into the next scene, I just wanted to mention, this is the... This this episode is about responsibility. It's very uh-huh. clear. Uh, Joyce is like, why aren't you? Re- you need to take some responsibility in the beginning, and then and now we're talking about the responsibility that sex leads to, which is like, uh, it's a little like. Mm. it's a little like abstinency and like fatalistic about sex, which is a little, Mm. it's a little much, especially if you're a gay person. (laughs) Uh Imagine being like, I never had this assignment, but imagine having this assignment and knowing you're gay at that point. And you're like, what the fuck? Like uh, if I get, if I get an egg, it'll be my choice completely. Mm. Like I, 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 I'm not going to get an egg by accident. I mean, not that there aren't gay people that have biological children. And not that those biological children weren't maybe composed. That's true, but if you... I almost said composed. Okay, so if you're a gay person (laughs) who is uh, not planning on, like, are not in the closet or something like that, like, Mm -hmm. not planning on, like, having a fancy, like, a nice, like... uh, public relationship with a woman or something like that because <laughs> only public relationships lead to public or excuse uh, wh- why would you be a gay person <laughs> and have a why, private and have a private re- like oh no one can know about my sexual Listen, relationship you with don't this woman. understand the complexities and i, I am to, i have me, just talked i'm talking about gay literal gay people here any, just but <laughs> no it was a funny joke though. yes yes uh but also like it's not just gay people like there there are plenty of reasons at why as a teenager you would know that you would not have children uh or, or could not have children uh so anyway just more about how this assignment is stupid i should stop talking about it uh but again so that the whole that whole thing came from this episode having a big theme of responsibility and mm-hmm. how sex leads to responsibility which is you know mm-hmm. a little mm-hmm. rickety a little like a little too much but well we're going for it but in the broader scope of things uh this it's very important this, that this episode happens now which is all i'm going to say mm-hmm. uh so w- after xander suggests that they're not going to be hunting buffy's like she says, oh, yeah, Angel and I are just helpless slaves to passion. Grow up. And then we immediately cut to her and Angel making out in the I, graveyard. I thought it was really funny, too, that they specifically said passion because that's oh, the yeah. name of an episode. In it the is. Uh, oh, God, passion. Why did you oh. have to bring that up, Zach? <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, so anyway, nothing big happens. On nothing that at all. So Buffy, <laughs> Buffy starts to be like, we should start hunting But they keep kissing, and then eventually they do tear away from each other and start to hunt for like two seconds, and she's like, good, we hunted. And then they start making out again. The energy of this scene really reminds me of a later episode that I know for a fact you hate. (laughs) She's like, this isn't really hunting in the classical sense. Yes. And then they make out some more, and then she's like, we should really... And then they walk like two steps. They walk the two steps, and then somehow don't notice two dudes... Sitting on a wall, yes. 10 feet away from them, uh-huh. next to a light post. Yes, so while they're making out the second time, we have creepy music and we see Lyle and Tector just sitting <laughs> on a wall, <laughs> spying on them. And uh, they they recognize Angel as, uh, they say Angelus, right? uh are they saying angelus i think so i'm pretty sure they s- they're they're pronouncing it angelus are you the the are you we referring to the constant war between angelus, angelus and, and angelus? angelus yes it's very funny to me too because even like uh i when i listen to prophecy girls one of the hosts says angelus and the other <laughs> the host says Wait, what angelus I say Angelus. Yeah, me too. Tector says, how come she ain't slaying him? And how come he's about to make me, me blush? blush? And I was like, what does that mean? <laughs> I was like, does he think Angel's hot? Is that Cause it? Because they're making out because they're like about to fuck. So Tector's like, oh, are you, you going to take him or me? And Lyle uh, insists that they need to wait until that Buffy's alone. And Tector's like, oh, why can't we do it right now? So the actor that plays Tector he's been in a lot of um i thought i recognized him he's been in like a lot of um, quentin tarantino movies oh interesting he's in kill bill and he was in django unchained and the hateful eight neat and uh he was also in true blood so we cut to buffy in her room she's talking to her egg she's like uh feeding check burped bull (laughs) check a diaper changed sort of what is the, what does any of that mean <laughs> i don't know, it means it, it seems like it's like a checklist of things they're supposed to do for the egg but, but like, what do you how how do you do them what is this assignment the day the egg isn't wearing a diaper it's not wearing a diaper. You can't burp. And What is she? Is she just supposed to? Is the assignment to check off the list? I don't understand what's happening. <laughs> I mean, it is a pretty flimsy assignment. It's Gosh, so bad. freaking demon didn't even like utilize the teacher's knowledge. To, like, cause it's, doesn't it seem like the demon, like when it possesses things, like it, when they take over or whatever? Yeah, it kind of acts it, like them a little it's bit. It's like it knows their whole like, exactly. life. It's so strange. Maybe that guy's not a good teacher. Perhaps, because uh, he has to be like the whole reason he's giving out these eggs is because like he's he has to be under this thing's influence by now. So you, whatever. <laughs> so she says good night, Egbert, and turns off her <laughs> lights. Egbert. Yes, very funny. And uh, I I noted all her. She has tons of stuffed animals on her bed. Yes. And I feel like she often does, but not all mm-hmm. the time. Yes. So it feels like they're making I think they're making like a deliberate point out of putting all these stuffed animals on her like bed. Her innocence. Yes. Like she is uh oh, spoiler sec. Innocence eh. this is innocence isn't until two episodes from now. <laughs> <laughs> but like Where they're her making stuffed animals come to life and attack her. Just kidding. Exactly. Not, it's like, oh, responsibility. You're growing up. Uh, well, this has been a thing If you have throughout. sex, you'll have children, and she has these, like, childish things on her bed. Well, because she kind of does this thing where she's, like... I mean, well, there's a whole theme of, like, she's had to grow up faster because of being the Slayer. Mm-hmm. But she does this thing between, like, sometimes being, like, super mature for her age, and then, like, in the next episode, she's, like, a, just a child. Yeah, um, it's... Yeah, there's just so many visual things that... Uh, Are supposed to make us like hone in on the fact that she's still really young and she still has growing up to do. And I mean, it's been going on for a long time. And even like they even they didn't make a huge point of a lot of these things in season one, Mm -hmm. but a couple of times they did, like in Prophecy Girl when she's wearing the white dress. Yeah, like the you know we didn't talk about it in the episode, but you know the classic oh virginal symbolism because mm-hmm. she's wearing a well, white I, dress i want to make sure it's clear too like when i'm talking about her swinging back and forth i'm not saying that as like a criticism either yeah 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 i think it's pretty. it's realistic to what teenagers uh-huh. are like where like sometimes they can have these moments of like real clarity and that's but like, then yeah. but they are children and it's also, like, the whole point of showing these visual things, like, especially in her, like, ordinary everyday life. She has these, like, uh, more childish tendencies still. And she uh, is still, like, working out things with boys. Mm-hmm. And she's, like, rebelling against her parental figures. And she's figuring out that her parents are people, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But, and that but then she has her destiny where she is killing vampires every night. So right. it's very purposeful, purposeful juxtaposition there. It doesn't seem like um this egg when she it's sleeping and it does its weird tentacle thing it just looks like that egg is so much bigger uh i didn't notice that i did egg. notice that this is fucking creepy though yeah this episode is terrifying Mm-hmm. This uh, so uh, after she turns out the lights, we see the egg moving and it starts to hatch, and then this tentacle thing with like it, it kind of has like a hand like thing with like five little tentacles. It on the reminded end. me of those little things that it's like a ru- like a gooey hand. St- on a string mm-hmm. did you ever get one of those out of like, yes, a, like a gumball uh, machine in my uh in my the job i was at the teaching job i was at for three years uh-huh. there was one of those stuck to the ceiling and <laughs> multiple times children tried to like scrape it off uh-huh. from the ceiling with a ladder and it would not come off oh wow <laughs> it was really it's adhered. probably still there today i used to get those all the time yes i, I loved those, yeah, I those and they always so cool. got dirty so fast. yeah and then they wouldn't work <laughs> they anymore. got so gross it was really weirdly satisfying though to be like, whoops, "Gosh, I didn't even think about it." It looks exactly like that, but with yeah. spindlier fingers. <laughs> but it like crawls onto her bed, and one of the tentacles goes into her ear, and it's like laying against her face. This I is w- creepy I, shit. I didn't look this up, but I wonder if they did that thing where they like it was. They started with it stuck right like, all on her face, and then slowly like pulled it away. Oh, like and it then did it backwards? The Maybe. Yeah. That's, that could have been what happened. This reminded me of. I talked about. I'm pretty sure I talked about Animorphs in mm-hmm. the Halloween episode. This reminded me of Animorphs mm. because in Animorphs, uh, it's this children's book series about all this crazy adult shit. Like it's about an alien war that is currently being fought on Earth without mm. most humans' knowledge. Because the, like, main villains of the series are this alien species called the Yerks, which are these slug things that can't see or hear, have, like, very few senses. And they crawl mm. into people's brains Uh-oh. and, like, stretch out over their brains and take control of their bodies. Uh-oh. This this book series is, like, a fourth grade le- reading level. Creepy. Yes. Anyway, it reminded me of the for from <laughs> Animorphs. <laughs> I mean... Think about all the weird existential shit that's in, like, Goosebumps. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I mean, children can handle, like, mature themes. Mm. Uh, it is it is crazy, though. I I read those books starting in fifth grade. They're great. Anyway. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, sorry. So, we don't actually see the it going into Buffy's ear until after the break. The break happens oh. before the egg hatches, then it hatches. It, like it grows uh, like one, an antenna. Little tenac- yeah, one little tentacle comes out then uh-huh. we have the break then it goes in her ear <laughs> and i wrote scary shit that was a pretty creepy like neat little puppet or whatever they made yeah and it that. it didn't look like it didn't look cringy or like bad effects mm-hmm. or anything it was great i was kind of like there's a lot of mass inside of that eggshell <laughs> right there is but... a lot that's true <laughs> maybe they can just like squeeze themselves the only, yeah, up really yeah, tight that, that was the only thing i was like oh. yes but yeah so after we see that happen, we cut to the sewer where Tector is talking about how he's tired of uh, drinking brat blood, mm-hmm. which I feel like is kind of a little bit of foreshadowing, maybe. I think they're introducing this concept on purpose. And so they're talking about how they have to keep a low profile. And he is uh, still wondering why Angelus is cuddly with Buffy. And Lyle's like, shut up. I don't like stop talking stop asking me this shit i know what i'm doing oh i think by the way this is the airplane set from uh what's my line part One. Oh, <laughs> i could be wrong but it looks like it was i i'll have to go back and, and i know look. that, is so that funny. it said that there were, that it was a sewers set later oh okay that and makes i think sense. this is it and uh we've seen the sewers like twice now we saw it in what's my line part two and now in this episode and it's so funny to me that we're just now seeing the sewers cuz i feel like we're in the sewers a lot. In right the future. well we <laughs> saw the electrical tunnels yes and things like that. they Why they got rid of the electrical in the tunnels? sewer beats me man maybe they brought the crates in maybe that's <laughs> maybe instead of bringing suitcases they brought crates well and then they do the okay so anyway moving back in tector says ain't a decent whore in the whole city limits like wow really uh shitting on the sex workers of sunnydale it's interesting that he says this in the same episode they're talking about how sex leads to responsibility mm. yeah but vampires can't have children so sex requires no responsibility from them and then okay so that was sarcasm if you couldn't tell yeah <laughs> right uh then they start doing this like real straight bro bullshit where they like they're just bored so they start punching each other <laughs> in the so face. it's so fucking weird lyle's like maybe i should have left you on that doorstep with mama blue town and tector's like don't Say And then he's like Giddy up, son. And then <laughs> he punches start him. punching. And each he says, <laughs> Yippy <"Yippee-i-ki-ay>, I matey <laughs> Which <laughs> what the fuck, matey? Is he a pirate? Oh, also anyway. Tector's like, I don't to beat you like a red-headed stepchild and throw you in the sunlight. Uh, I meant to look up like the origin of that. Like, where does red Redheaded come from? stepchild? Yeah, I, I've always I've wondered that, every but time I, I hear that, I used to hear uh someone say it all the time. And I was always like that sounds bad to me. Like mm. I don't I feel like maybe you shouldn't be saying that. Well, like there is like in some cultures like weird stigmas around redheads. Oh yeah. Including but, like <laughs> including American culture. Yeah, but like I I don't I don't know. I don't know the actual origin of it. Like like what is it about redheads? Maybe it has something to do with Irish people because like, you know, we were racist against Irish people for a long time. Maybe because like there's there's fetishization of redheads there's the whole like the redheads in schools in like the 90s and 2000s were made fun of relentlessly because of south park Uh um like that kind of shit it's so weird to me if you're a redhead i'm sorry for anything you've had to face in your Mm -hmm. life Uh, so anyway weird straight bro bullshit with them Mm -hmm. like beating each other up for no reason they basically just continue to decide they're gonna keep following the slayer here Uh, We see Buffy's alarm go off. We don't see any tentacles. The egg seems intact here. Mm -hmm. Uh, But she doesn't, she seems to be feeling bad, like have a headache or something. She goes down for breakfast and she takes Joyce's coffee. And Uh uh, Joyce is like, you should at least eat something if you're going to drink that. And, I didn't keep this part in in our last episode. In our last episode, we had like a little discussion about how Buffy like never eats anything on screen mm-hmm. because a whole plot point of the last episode was she wasn't eating Ted's food mm-hmm. and she doesn't eat <laughs> at breakfast True. today. Like, I feel like okay. it's a purposeful thing and did it feels weird Did you notice weird to how Joyce was eating her toast? I did not. She just like picks... These little microscopic pieces She's just of like it, tearing pieces off. And then puts it in her mouth. And I was like, that is the weirdest way to eat toast. They're talking about Buffy's egg. And Buffy's like, parenting is hard. I didn't <laughs> sleep well. <laughs> what is Buffy doing with this <laughs> egg? How is she feeding it? I don't and understand. And she's like, uh, did the, sa- <laughs> what did she say? Did your, your egg keep, keep up you up all night? night? Yes. And then she says something. And then Buffy's like, did I ask for backseat mommy? Yes, anymore? very funny. Oh, she's like. Is it safe in that little basket? Because she, she's got it in this like tiny little like yes, Easter basket, like a little wicker basket with like a yeah. blanket in it. And uh, and Buffy and Joyce is like, wait till it starts dating. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. Yeah. Uh, this was a cute scene between Joyce mm-hmm. and Buffy. It's the only nice scene in this episode, pretty much, with Joyce between and the it. two. Yeah. I like Joyce so much, and it's so weird for me to see her being so terrible. So we cut to the library. Willow, Xander, and Buffy are like waiting at the bottom of the stairs for Giles. This is another like so, so. What such a weird thing? They surprise him, and he's like, "Where? What are you doing here? Don't you have class?" And they're like, "Mr. Whitmore is out, and Teen Health was canceled, so they just get to wander around the school." Yeah. Well, okay. So I always I, I wonder like how real this is. Uh huh. Like, are there some schools? I mean, I did see some schools where there were was this like model of like. The kids had options of where to be. Uh-huh. And, you know, it, there was a lot more accountability on the kids. Yeah, it's not completely unbelievable, I guess. It's just coming from Arkansas where, like, it's just drilled into you that, like, even these kids who are in high school who are, like, 18, uh huh. you have to, like, constantly watch them like little tiny babies. Yes. Because if anything happens, you can be fired or sued or whatever. Yes. So if this were here this would just be like you get a substitute for the teen health teacher and mm-hmm. the kids would be in that class with the substitute and the substitute would either do like sub plans or they'd like give them some bullshit to do or the kids would read uh, or, just or tear the, things up or they might let some of the kids like go around to other places in the school but they're they said they just said teen health was canceled so i guess yeah, they just I know. get to go wherever they want i thought that was weird too that but Maybe that's just a culture thing for where we're at. Yeah, if you're from California, let us know. Or a state where that would happen. Yes, exactly. Tell us what happened when teachers were out in your school, when teachers (laughs) were controlled by parasitic, weird demon things in your school. Uh, <laughs> Buffy and Willow are really sluggish. Giles asks for help with like putting up some books, and Xander's like, I'll do it! And Xander Buffy, is chipper. Yes, exactly. And Buffy and Willow are like, no. And Giles is like, will Will you guys help? And they're like, no. <laughs> they just sit down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So they talk about Buffy hunting last night. She didn't find the gorches. <laughs> and Xander's, Xander says this weird line. To, it's so weird to me. He's like, Buffy decided there were too many words in the English language. No, because she's just like. He was like, "How's the hunting going?" Or what? Oh, because like, no she's gorches. not talking a lot. She just said no gorches. Uh huh. And, and then he's, he's like, like, you, Angel, Midnight he, she, cause, or cause she's or something like that. He says, "Apparently, Buffy has decided the problem with the English language is all those pesky words." Yes, 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 yes. Okay, that makes and then more he sense. Says to me that. Now. and then she's like, "Shut." Up. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just really okay. Okay. I actually I appreciate that a lot more. I was now. a runner. Xander still being jealous of Angel. Or, obviously, no, was runner. It was just a joke. Yes. Giles uh notices that Buffy and Willow are kind of sluggish, and Xander's like, "You guys are taking this egg thing so seriously," and he starts tossing his around, mm-hmm. and he's like, uh, "Eventually he drops it," and everyone's like. <gasps> Even, really, even Giles gas. Giles gas being really cracked up. He's like, Whoa. Yes, and that's when Xander admits that he hard boiled his egg. And um, Willow says, You boiled your yum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So like even if he boiled it though, the shell would crack if he dropped it. Boiled in oil. <laughs> <laughs> Today we eat unfried dough to celebrate the day the avatar was not <laughs> boiled in oil. Anyway, <laughs> that would not keep the egg from cracking. Yeah, it the, would crack. the shell would still crack. Yeah, and there anyway. I mean, I guess maybe the shell is a little bit sturdier and I think it's a no. is it a carpeted floor? It would crack. It would absolutely crack. It probably would have exploded. Anyway. Uh, like uh, Physicists tell us. <laughs> tell us if the egg would crack. So, oh, I did like how Giles is like, they have this whole little thing where Giles is like, technically that would be cheating no and then xander's like yeah. no it's like taking a shortcut when you, you know run like a when race, you run and buffy says that, that would also, also be cheating, cheating. very funny <laughs> and while they're t- while they're doing that giles is like putting a book on the bookshelf and we see an, an egg, egg on the bookshelf around. wiggling mm-hmm. which is very notice. important because if you don't see that then there's You're part like, of this why e- is giles uh-huh, th- possessed that, that part doesn't make sense if you don't see I that mean, egg. sort of but anyway uh <laughs> he says <laughs> he says, uh, I suppose there's sort of a Machiavellian ingenuity to your transgression. And it's <laughs> like, I resent that. Or possibly, thank you. I think uh, that should. I wish I could do a good Maggie Smith voice. That would be oh, a yeah. good Maggie Smith from down abbey Abilene. I suppose there's sort of Machiavellian ingenuity to your transgression. <laughs> I think that was pretty good. Oh, thank you. Come on, Ben de la Crem. <laughs> so uh, Cordelia comes in now, and Cordelia's like, she's like, uh, so no one's heard Dr. Whitmore's gone presumed dead and everyone's like he's presumed dead and she's like By whom, I'm then? presuming him dead <laughs> at first I was like you know what Cordelia like this makes sense. Like this is, I feel like this is normally Even the something- part where she says he could fall out of a closet. So when she gets to that part, I was like, Oh, Cordelia actually isn't being like, <laughs> so what I thought that Cordelia was like being reasonable and being like Buffy would normally be like Buffy would be like, Oh, I think there's danger here. Uh-huh. Blah, blah, blah. And it seems like Cordelia is doing that. But then Cordelia is like, he could be in a closet somewhere, Xander. Don't you think we should go check some closets? But if you think about it in terms of what has happened to Cordelia, yes, it is actually yes, still yes. reasonable. I wrote that down because dead I wrote bodies wrote have or a fridge. Yeah, <laughs> dead bodies tend to fall out of things onto people in this show. <laughs> I mean, one was the extreme dead guy in the locker on the first episode, and I was thinking specifically about the time Cordelia the, Yeah, Cordelia opened yeah. the fridge looking for her. Medically prescribed diet food. Right. and Saw Dr. Gregory's headless body. <laughs> yeah, I'm so glad you picked up on that yes. too. Uh but yeah. You guys couldn't see it, but he got so excited. I was so excited when I mean, I think they can hear it. <laughs> um so yeah, I was like, Cordelia's being like, she's like, ooh, smart Cordelia, but she just wants to make up with Sander. Um so they leave, and Willow and Buffy are noticing the weirdness between them. Uh, Buffy feels guilty about how she's how she's not cons- more concerned about Mister Whitmore. <laughs> Wait, I like the line too that they say where Willow's like, "Are they getting weirder? Have you noticed the weirdness of them?" Yes, and Buffy's just like, "They're weird." Yes, they're <laughs> so they're so like Zonked. they're so sluggish. Yeah. And uh, Buffy's like, well, I'm, I feel guilty, but I need my strength to hunt for the gorches. And Willow's like, Angel's helping you, right? And Buffy says, he does what he can. And there's, again, a hard cut to her and Angel making out in a graveyard. Uh-huh. Buffy's like, we should go kill bad guys. And uh, they don't. <laughs> they continue making out. And Angel's like, you should go home. And she's like, oh, you would do the hunting for me? and she's like yeah i need to go fill out my egg diary anyway and that's when they start talking about children Ooh. Ooh. she's like maybe i'll have kids when i'm done having a life because she's young and naive and she thinks having kids is just what you do after you're done yeah having fun <laughs> so funny uh and angel's like i wouldn't know i can't have kids and buffy's like Well, that's okay there's all sorts of things vampires can't do and Angel's like, do you never think about the future? And she's like, no, I only ever think of you. She also says, all I want is you. And he says, I know the feeling. And they kiss more. And they lean up against this tombstone that says, in loving memory. Mm. Very interesting. Like, mm-hmm. I, the, the imagery around Angel and Buffy in some of these episodes is very interesting to me. Uh this and in What's My Line Part 2, when everyone's looking at them through the flames, mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. I, I'm like,
0: hmm, I see what you're trying to do, everyone. And also, just like their conversation here, Buffy's like, I don't think about my future. I just care about you. And it kind of makes sense well, for that's Buffy. That's not what she said. When she I said, look into what, my future, yeah, all, all I, I, see I see is, is you. you. Yeah. But, like, also, like buffy still buffy is like kind of preoccupied as any slayer would be with this Mm. idea that she's probably going to die like not very long from now Mm. like her job like well it's not her job it's who she is but it's going to kill her (laughs) Mm -hmm. like slayers don't die of old age (laughs) or another way of looking at it is will angel lead to her destruction I think well, that's what I was talking about the imagery three thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, well, but that's separate from what you were talking about, though. Yeah, you but, were talking about her like being a Slayer, being deadly yes, in yes. general. But also, yeah, the Angel thing because mm-hmm. l- I mentioned again in "What's My Line" that she was there was this whole thing where Buffy's judgment is really affected by how she feels about Angel, mm-hmm. and uh, so. I think that's a very significant this is very significant. This is a one reason like I like this episode a lot. Mm. It's very fillery but like I but feel like But there is stuff being done. Exactly. Yeah. There's a lot of development character wise and there's some fresh, there's l- so much <laughs> foreshadowing there's in this like, episode. Yeah, there's a lot of scaffolding and groundwork being laid uh-huh. in this episode that you can really like if you just look at the surface of, like, oh, it's about these dumbass eggs that just mm-hmm. take over people, Good. whatever. Yeah, right. Good job, Marty Noxon. Mm-hmm. So we then cut to the security guard in the school at night. Uh, he sees that the basement door is open and is like, no, don't go in there. That was, <laughs> that's where uh, the nightmares thing happened with the boiler room. Right. Wait, the boiler room was something else, wasn't it? It was, was no, that in it nightmares. Was nightmares. Okay. It was when uh, <laughs> I can't remember her name but she's like, see you later. I'm going to go for a... And oh, yeah, the, the little smoking girl thing. who gets attacked by the... Science says uh, smoking kills. Well, I was talking about when Angel saved them from the boiler room when they got locked in. Was oh, that that was Marcy. Gas. Marcy did that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was like, don't go into the basement. Only bad things happen there. But he goes into the <laughs> and basement. And he does that, like... Hello? Yes. Is anybody there? Uh-huh. He moves some boxes to the side and sees this a hole in the wall that goes to a tunnel. You see that weird thing It's like a giant spool? Yes. I I thought that was going I thought he was going to like look in that and see a bunch of eggs. I just was wondering too when I found out that they had a security sit team. I was like, what the yes, fuck is this guy's like, day even like? <laughs> exactly. What's this security <laughs> guard doing at night at the school? Is this a regular thing? Like what does he do? Like what kind of fucked up shit does this guy see on a regular basis? <laughs> At Sunnydale, especially. <laughs> Gosh. So uh, he goes into this hole, and we see Mr. Whitmore with the pix- pickaxe. He hits mm. him into... This was very weird to me after learning what the tunnel... Like, it leads to... S- it's a tunnel. It's not just a hole in the wall. He just n- hits this guy, and he falls into the mouth of the tunnel. And wh- What does he do next? Well, but it's not like a very long tunnel, I don't think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just thought it was very funny. Yeah. So we see Buffy climbing back into her room, and she sees her egg moving, and... I really love this shot they do of like the eggs moving and she like goes down into her face comes down into the shot and she looks really confused about it. Mm-hmm. Then it hatches and jumps straight at her. This is so creepy. Mm-hmm. It's very alien. Yes, that's exactly. I I, in my notes, I called this little creature thing the alien no, a bunch I, of times. Yeah, I called it the face hugger. Yes. Is also an alien thing. Yes, uh, so the it starts to crawl around on the floor. She grabs an iron. She, <laughs> a weird choice of weapon. It goes under her bed, and she looks under her bed, and it's not there. At one point, you see a shot of just her shoes. Mm-hmm. And I was like, she's wearing really high heels for slaying. <laughs> well, I mean, what else but, is new? Well, she also wasn't slaying. She was making out with the angel. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's chunky. It's not like she was wearing like, a stiletto True. or something. True. I still feel like it's impractical. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, she's looking around and evaluating event- all of Buffy's slaying outfits for <laughs> practicality. <laughs> right, they're all gonna get like a one. Out exactly. Of a 10. <laughs> hey, there was that one in uh, what was the episode? It was the one where the they were bringing the. Bl- it was in the Dark Age when they were bringing the blood to the hospital. She wore a very sensible outfit. Oh, like at that time, like a jogging outfit. I'm or pretty something. sure she was wearing like sneakers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so anyway, the the alien thing falls on her from the ceiling. And she like throws it off. She grabs some scissors and she's looking around for it again. It starts to crawl up the wall behind her and she turns around and she stabs it. And then it goes on the floor and she stabs it some more and she Mm -hmm. kills it. And it's got blue blood. Yes, it has blue blood. It's rich. (laughs) (laughs) And and, uh, I really... I really noticed Sarah Michelle Gellar is like, she has, she's such a good actress. She's, mm-hmm. this scene is so good. And cause she like, after she kills it, she like frantically like grabs for her phone and knocks off the alarm clock and mm-hmm. calls Willow. And she's asking Willow's like, is your egg doing anything? Is it okay? Willow insists everything is normal. She put her egg in the fridge and she's like, maybe it's a trap that the Gorch is set for you. And Buffy's like, oh sure. Okay. I'm fine. Go back to sleep. And then, we see that Willow's egg has hatched. We yeah, see like the blue blood. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh we zoom in on Willow's face and it's blank. I think we cut to break here. And then she's like, You bred raptors. You what? <laughs> oh, you bred raptors? Sorry. It's like a, a, Jurassic a Jurassic park, park thing. reference yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Uh so we cut to Joyce who's asking, who's coming into Buffy's bedroom and she's like, why are you dressed? Where do you think you're going? And this is, I've, I've thought about bringing this up a bunch of times, but I want to bring it up now. When does Buffy sleep? Like mm. how much does, does Buffy need less sleep? Cause she's a slayer because the, the clock says like 2am mm. and she's just come back from making that. out with Angel. Yeah. So I was like, God, does Buffy sleep like four hours a night or something? Okay, and so okay, so for this one, this whole scene, right? It's like a, a like a fifty-fifty for Joyce. Uh huh. Because I mean, she is right. Buffy had snuck out. Yes. But she kind of seems like she thinks she's going somewhere, which is funny. But then, <laughs> like she's leaving at two a.m. Not coming back. But then She says, "I called Willow," which is factual. She actually yeah, she really did, call, did Willow. call Willow, and she's like. That's what seems like pushes her over the edge and be like you're lying. You're grounded forever. And I was yes. just like this is how I'm really glad they didn't write her all the time. Uh-huh. Because she could have really easily been this character all the time where she's just like you're grounded. Rawr! Yes. And is like not and- really trying to see what's mm-hmm. actually happening. Yes, and uh, she's kind of going over the edge here because, like, she, Buffy has been having some problems mm. in Joyce's eyes because of her grades and because Snyder thinks she's the worst student in the school. Well, like, I feel the like he kind of worked through that, like, a little bit. I mean, I get that. I, I agree that that could all be factors towards this. Uh, well, I'm just saying, like, we had that stuff, but, mm. like, everything was fine. But now it's, like, happening in h- at home. Like, before Buffy, like, she was kind of snarky at home sometimes, like, in witch a little bit and stuff like that. But she, like, Joyce never had evidence of her, like, sneaking out or anything like that. Or yeah. at least that she was, like, w- that was right in front of her face. Right. And now, right in front of her face, she sees that Buffy is, like, out late at night and stuff. And, but but Joyce completely overreacts to it. And she doesn't, like, this is a very understandable parent thing to do. Not understandable in that it's justified, but understandable in that, like, I feel like a lot of parents would react this way. Mm-hmm. Like, just qu- sort of knee jerk. Well, yeah, because, I mean, like, you can't expect, I, I wouldn't expect everybody to be able to, like, calmly and rationally think mm-hmm. through everything. But, like, Joyce has so, like, she's... But it's, to, to, sorry, I think this is what you were about to say. Yes. It's kind of against how she's been this whole time which is why I don't really like it. Yeah, but uh, but most but she like I said, she hasn't this hasn't happened at the house until Ted mm-hmm. basically this kind of stuff. And Joyce has some like Joyce knows what Buffy's been uh, going through in a lot of ways, like
1: mm.
0: it seems like Joyce doesn't want to figure out what's going on with Buffy. And she wants Buffy to just be like a good kid. Mm-hmm. Like she's not asking, why did you burn down the gym? Why did you kill my boyfriend? Which I mean, I think is a real like kind of place to be exactly as a parent where you're like, God, why can't my kid just be like one of the normal boring kids? Mm-hmm. Not the yeah. I'm building buildings kid. But she's not trying to like find out what's going on. Yeah. But again, that's what I'm saying though. She hasn't been like this the whole time. It's been like pretty different to this the whole time. Mm -hmm. And this shift is like because it's happening in her house now, basically. Mm -hmm. So we continue this. Oh, (laughs) sorry. Buffy says, I had a bad dream. And Joyce says, I dream that you're grounded for the rest of your natural life. <laughs> uh, then we continue this conversation in the car on the way to school. She's like, no socializing, no bronze. You go straight to the library after school and I'll pick you up at 530. She said, go to the library at 233. Yes, because school is, gets out at 230. <laughs> I just thought that was a really funny. Yes, she's really, really like micromanaging time. her schedule. So Buffy leaves, she uh, goes up to Cordy, and she's like, nice bear, because Cordelia's been wearing this bear backpack this episode, which is very funny to me. has she been wearing it before this scene? Yeah, she was wearing it in the library earlier. Oh. Yeah, and so... Do you think she's been possessed by... She's been possessed by the egg at this point, right? Now she is. Yes, I I do believe that now she is possessed by the egg. She wasn't. She mm. I, I thought I it was weird. I remember seeing the teddy bear before. She was. She had it in I the believe, library. I before. believe you. I just don't remember it. I took a note of it earlier. Um, I I think it's weird that she wasn't like sluggish and weird like mm. Buffy and Willow yesterday. But that might just be that Cordelia's <laughs> better at keeping up appearances mm. because she's so popular uh so <laughs> Cordelia's like my brother brought this bear back from gestad and now everyone wears one and i set the trend blah 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 it's a very weird conversation and then buffy asks about her egg and Cordelia's like it's in my it's in my bag what are you talking about <laughs> and she asks if it wasn't doing anything or if it wasn't acting weird and she's like it's an egg buffy it doesn't emote yes that was so funny to me <laughs> and then she's like Shanice is that your real hair and I was like did she just microaggress this woman okay so Shanice is a black girl Mm -hmm. I I took it as Cordelia and Shanice are like acquaintance acquaintances or friends and Mm -hmm. Shanice has changed her hair and Shanice usually wears like uh like oh she has a weave in or she wears a wig or something Uh uh-huh and she's like oh Shanice is that your real hair but it could just be that Shanice is a random person that she's microaggressing i yeah. don't know we don't know this relationship i was like i thought i was like this is odd yes i also took note of that i was like okay cordelia yeah i mean and, and like you said i mean you already covered it, it but like it's, it's not definitely a microaggression but it's also not definitely not exactly it could be innocuous but we've never seen shanice before so mm. It's, it is definitely racist that she shows up in the scene the only time she ever exists, and Cordelia is asking if that's her real hair. That mm. is racist. I don't know if Cordelia is being racist, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, anyway, we see Xander. He's alone. He's eating a chocolate bar, and he's like, Mmm, cardboardy. And so he decides he's going to eat his egg now. He's he just going to fail teen Hell. Just gave up on it real quick. <laughs> yes. So he starts to crack the egg. Uh, we see Willow asking about uh Buffy's night because Buffy called her last night. Cordelia comes back. She's with them now. And Buffy's like, yeah, it was probably a trap by the gorges. Everyone else's eggs seem pretty normal. And she says that Giles wants to see what attacked her. <laughs> and Buffy says, you know, I always say that a day without an autopsy, it's like a day without sunshine. sunshine. And after Buffy says that, we uh, see a- a Willow's like, back, and we see, like, a little peak of the alien thingy. She's, she's got this kind of, like, I don't know. It is, like, a shortish shirt, but it looks like the shirt is tucked under somehow, which uh-huh. is weird. Like... She hemmed the shirt. I don't know. It's very weird. It's very strange. And then we see Xander is about to eat his egg and he sees one of those little alien things in it. But somehow he's like cracked this egg open and peeled the entire top off without looking at the egg. (laughs) Right. Which is really weird. How do you do that? Did you notice the music cue here? The like little stinger? Yeah, it sounds like that. Yeah. It was, it's like, it's like a royalty free, like stock horror movie cue. Like that thing. It sounds like that thing where like somebody puts a slice of cheese on their cat's head. Yes. It's like And the cat like (laughs) like, does that face. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I heard it on TikTok a bunch. Yeah, same. And uh, so that's when we cut to the science lab. Stinger? Is that what that is? No. I have... I don't know. There's a there's like a term for those things. I forget what it's called. I called it a... didn't I? Could you just call it a stinger. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I'll <laughs> listen when you talk. <laughs> <laughs> so we cut to the science lab. Willow's like, Giles said to just go ahead and get started, and they're like, going to dissect it. And Xander's like, you should do it. You're the slayer. And she says, wait, wait. I slayed. My work here is done. Can I hold on? You took out. You didn't talk about the thing where they're like. Can I just say yeah? Oh, yes. And then Buffy's like, I'll yeah. see your, I'll see your, g- yeah, and raise your, yeah. That's yes, very funny. <laughs> That's really it is funny very line. gross and creepy. Uh-huh. And it really, re- this whole episode, I mean, it's very similar, but it really reminds me a lot of The Faculty. Oh, yeah? Have you seen that? Nope. <gasps> I should own that. Why don't I own that? I think I did at one point. I let somebody borrow it. Now it's gone. Anyway, The Faculty is like another kind of similar hmm. storyline. Yeah. But, yeah, Uh, there's, like, there is also a whole scene where they, like, there's a creature and they find it and then they try to, uh like, examine it in a science lab like this. Yeah. We see Cordelia's teddy bear and the tentacles start to come through its eyes. Mm -hmm. And they're starting to wonder what happened to Mr. Whitmore because they're, like, starting to figure out that he, like, this has something to do with him. See... The thing with the tentacle through the teddy bear eye makes me wonder, is this when it's possessing Cordelia? Yeah, I thought that too. I was like, is Cordelia possessed already or what? I think, I don't know. I have no idea, actually. I can't tell. Because Willow just kind of seems more serene, but like still kind of Willow. Mm -hmm. But Cordelia seemed exactly like Cordelia. Yeah, she's probably being possessed at this moment. Uh, It's very fast, though, because Mm -hmm. Willow then suggests that the offspring used him to return to the Mother Bazaar. And Sandra's like, yeah what <laughs> and that's when cordelia and willow both like have these like I don't know, like pipe things well and yeah like, w- cordelia like bends down and uh-huh. picks something it, it was reminiscent to me of that thing with patrice yeah which is yes. like and buffy she... summers very slowly sets down the and clipboard she pulls out the pulls gun, out the gun. <laughs> yes and they both they hit buffy and xander on the head with these things and they're knocked mm-hmm. out and they and their partners uh i think I think it's at, at least one of them is Cordelia's partner. I think the other one mm-hmm. probably Willow's partner. Put Buffy and Xander into a closet. And we get the uh, spooky, bizarre work montage music. Yes. So everyone goes into this, like, garden shed thing yeah. that I guess is on the campus. And they grab pickaxes and hoes and stuff. And they go to the basement into the tunnel from earlier, Don't which we see... On the podcast. <laughs> I'll say. (laughs) Oh, they grab pickaxes and sex workers. (laughs) Um, uh, And Whitmore is, uh, Mr. Whitmore is still guarding the tunnel. Mm -hmm. Then we see Joyce go into the library looking for Buffy, of course. Uh, Giles is there, but Buffy is not. And he's like, I've been waiting for her myself. And uh, he he starts he's like oh she's probably has a lot to do but Joyce is really upset and then she's like should I be whispering <laughs> it's so funny and so do you think that Giles like just got possessed by the thing like why isn't Giles having to go work in the bizarre hole I th- I think he's possessed at this point I don't know why he hasn't gone to the hole yet though like did, but I'm just saying like did he just get possessed I guess so when Joyce I don't know in? maybe yeah I don't know what I don't know what the alien thing was thinking like waiting Mm. a second to go i'm not sure Uh, he says i don't have children although sometimes i feel as though i do working here and i was like giles you have children now (laughs) (laughs) these 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 children are your children Mm -hmm. uh and joyce is like it's not a burden but okay it's a burden Mm -hmm. they're so irresponsible more responsibility and then she notices Bristow's demon index and Hell's offspring on a desk. And he's like, well, oh, it's just a hobby, hobby. Nothing to do with Buffy. <laughs> Very funny <laughs> right. to me. Nothing and, to do with Buffy in any way. And that's when Giles picks up the little alien parasite thing. Well, no, because they hear something. Oh, yeah. And Joyce turns around and he picks she's up like, the little... He's like, what was that? And she's like, probably the janitor. <laughs> yes. It's <laughs> really funny. And he picks up the little alien thing and puts it on her back. And she's like, ah! yeah <laughs> <laughs> she's like a really dramatic like, it reminded me of in the last episode when Ted dies, and she's like you killed him. <laughs> <laughs> she's like really going for it, uh-huh, go for it. Then uh-huh. we have a break, Christine Sutherland, yes, exactly, <laughs> and then we cut to break. Now we see Giles and Joyce walking through the hallway blank faced with all the other people who have been possessed by these alien things, and is that is the music like oh, huh. Oh. Haul. Yes. Haul. Haul. <laughs> yes. With like a march kind of going underneath. Exactly. And then we see Buffy waking Xander up in the closet that they're in. <laughs> he says, The last time Cordy dragged me in here, it was a lot nicer. <laughs> She's like what <laughs> yes but they don't elaborate any further the uh, cheesy joke I really liked in this one where was where Buffy's like oh, I'm gonna have a big bump and Xander's like I'm gonna have a peninsula <laughs> yes, that so, was really so. Funny. and uh so Buffy's like this has something to do with hat the hatchlings you think Buffy <laughs> and she's like they want us out of the way and Xander says to kill us and that that's when they see eggs on the ground like there's these whole eggs on the ground and then Buffy smashes them they wanted to possess them i really like how they okay so they do this thing with Buffy a lot where like she's trying to think of something mystical uh-huh and she says the wrong word and it's like a joke yes so they're in she's the library like, now what well, was it a, a bozo no not a bozo absore Yes, Xander remembers that it's a bazaar. That's when I wrote down the Snape quote from the intro, <laughs> uh, and uh, Buffy sees a a very conveniently sees a book open that Giles left open that he was researching. But mm-hmm. did was did Giles know about the eggs? What if egg Giles? looked up a bizarre. Maybe he was going to tear it out and then he got distracted by Joyce. <gasps> Ooh. <laughs> I like that. That's, yeah, I'm going to, that's my canon. moment Yeah, let's, let's just say that happened. Xander steps on an empty egg and they're like, Giles. They, they figured out that he's a victim as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we see a bunch of these people going through the tunnel, all blank-faced. Oh, they were talking about how to find out what it is and they're like, we have to, they're like, we look it up. And they're like, in what? <laughs> a book <laughs> right <laughs> just really as though Buffy has never done this before right Xander just talked about how he's always doing research and she's getting the snacks like, yes exactly whatever anyway so all these all these I'm calling them drones now because they that's could what be Hulu slightly call- confused because they get hit in the head really hard yes I'm calling them drones now because that's what Hulu calls them in the episode description mm. so the drones are going through the tunnel there's a bunch of them and they're like digging into the ground with shovels and pickaxes and hose mm-hmm. and whatnot. And we see them like grabbing eggs from inside the ground and giving them to Cordelia who wipes them off and <laughs> Even puts them in a box. They're like perfectly clean when they hand them to her. Yes, exactly. And also like <laughs> now <laughs> these are chicken eggs. Yeah. <laughs> 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 they were like, you know what guys, we're not bullin' we had to do the animatronics we had to have the CGI of the mm-hmm. thing crawling around, or whatever they used the puppet or whatever. And I the mean, to their credit, the special effects in this episode and in the last episode have been pretty good. They're so, like, we have to make this giant monster that's like underground, but looks like it's breathing and has tentacles come out of it. We're so, just like, gonna use chicken. We're eggs. just gonna use chicken eggs, guys. Like the props, the props department has too much to do. <laughs> yeah, they're be whittling stakes. And then there's like no explanation of like how it was hidden. It just looks like a chicken egg yeah right exactly i mean it's not completely unbelievable that its eggs could just look like chicken eggs like Uh it's not like the most unbelievable thing in the world so yes it is so funny so uh we then cut back to buffy and xander buffy says it's a pre prehistoric parasite and that the mother lays the eggs underground the offspring take control of people and she's like, "What does the mama want?" Which we never really learn. I, th- yeah. I guess we just have to assume that she just wants to get out of the ground. But I don't, I don't know. Yeah, it is strange. And they, there is no really like desire of this creature mm-hmm. other than like just controlling. Yeah, exactly. People, I guess. To just so maybe it's just so that it can spread its eggs around. That's probably it, right? Maybe, or maybe it was going to eventually eat people, perhaps. And so they hear Jonathan calling for help outside the library and they go to him and he's like, I'm fine because he's just been possessed by Mm -hmm. an alien creature. So they follow him into the tunnel and they're like, do we really want to go in there? And Buffy says, we we really really don't. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So they go in. Xander falls. when they go into the tunnel, he's like, Careful, careful, and then immediately falls over. That was really funny. I laughed really hard at that. Yes. (laughs) They're wondering what what everyone's digging up. such a cheap joke, but so good. Yes. And they see that they're digging up the eggs, uh, and they also see the creature under the ground. Uh, and Buffy's like, We can't let them spread them. I need a big weapon. So Xander's gonna infiltrate them and Buffy's gonna find a weapon. <laughs> I like how he walks up to them and they like somebody hands him a Giles rock. Charles gives him a rock. And he just kinda like casually like <laughs> And he just drops he it. He like takes it, like yeah, and then he just throws it. <laughs> it's so funny. Uh, Buffy is looking for a weapon. She uh, she grabs like a pickaxe or something, and then the gorges are behind her. Where did they come from? Yeah. And she's like, guys, this, it's not a great time. And she's like, I am busy. <laughs> yes. And Tector is like, she's so cute. And little. think we can keep her. And I was like, gross. Mm. She fights them. And she, like, knocks Tector on the ground or something. <laughs> and Lyle's like, hurry, that's my brother. <laughs> it's so funny sounding. <laughs> it's just like, does every southern person have to just sound like such an idiot? Exactly. Where's my brother. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded so weird. Well, very over the, the w- top the way he talks and everything is like hur, hur, hur. yes this ain't over. Hur, hur, hur. and they both go back out into like the main area where everyone's like mining and he's like what the hell is this mm-hmm. Buffy sees that Joyce is there and Willow says kill them no hold on you said it way too intense Willow's oh. just like very casual, like kill them kill them yes <laughs> <laughs> it's just like it's like bored almost the way uh-huh. she says it like hm, kill them Bored now. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, that wasn't anything. B- <laughs> Buffy and Lyle fight the drones together, mm-hmm. and then like after after Wait, they fight off a bunch Buffy of them, they does fo- this really like e- just very elaborate spin move right at oh, the beginning. Yeah. I thought was really funny. Uh-huh. And after they fight off some, she they start to twirls all around and like then does stuff. Yes, and they also fight each other for a second after they fight off the drones. And then there are more drones, and they find the drones again. <laughs> the offspring. I think it should be offspring. That's what they say in the show. But, I mean. You keep, can call them offspring. Keep calling them drones. It's fine. I'm going with Hulu. Or, I, I know it was Amazon Prime, actually, I think. Uh, we see Xander following Cordelia and just some other random guy. Uh, in he those grabs- plaid pants. So he grabs uh, the guy, throws him up against a wall, and he's like, "Cordelia, I don't want to hit you." Do you notice that there's like half a surfboard just in the corner? Of this I funnel. did not notice that. That was really weird. I was like, "Why is this here?" Yes, and then Cordelia punches Xander, and he's like, "Okay," and he punches <laughs> no, no, her and he knocks says, her out. No, he says, "That's my bump." <laughs> oh. <he's- laughs> I forgot about that. Oh, that's so funny. And when after he punches her, he does this thing with his arms. He's like, Oh, I just hit a girl or something. It's like really that. funny the way he gets. Yes, so bad. that's my bump! That sounded like something that would come from like a Dan Schneider Nickelodeon show, like iCarly or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Oh, that made me laugh so hard. Uh-huh. And so <laughs> <laughs> and uh we see Buffy and Lyle, who are still fighting the drones. And Tector comes up. He sees the Bazaar, and the Bazaar like reaches out a tentacle, mm-hmm. grabs Tector. Because well, he like stares at. Him. He's like, "Aren't you cute?" Yes. He thinks everything is cute. Right, I guess so. And it it pulls in Tector and eats him. And Lyle's like looking on horrified. <laughs> he's, like, he's like Tector, and then he's like, "This is all your fault." And then Buffy's like. How? Like, <laughs> yes, so funny. It was so genuine. Like she was just so like shocked. And, like, <laughs> she's like, "I'm dealing t- <laughs> with so much right now, and you're telling me this is my <laughs> fault." I just really loved Sarah Michelle Geller's delivery of that. Yes, it <laughs> <That's> just... was <laughs> <laughs> so funny. And then she and Lyle uh, fight some more. Joyce almost hits Buffy with a pickaxe. uh And then Buffy gets grabbed by the bazaar by a tentacle again. Mm -hmm. She grabs that pickaxe and uh, she gets pulled down with the bazaar. And this fight thing happens off screen and all these drones are like looking down. And so is Lyle. And then Buffy... Uh, all the drones fall down. They like fall onto the ground mm-hmm. and Buffy climbs up out of the. This is so badass. Yeah. Like, I love the off screen fight moment because you're mm-hmm. like, how is she going to fight this thing? And she figures it out, but you don't get to see it, which uh-huh. I think is great. And she crawls out and she's covered in this black goop and she stands up and she just stares at Lyle for a second. And he's like, oh, it was goodbye. Blue, it was blue goop. Oh, I thought it was black. Anyway, well, it was like really dark blue. Is it green or blue? Right. Anyway, <laughs> is it gold or blue? Gold or white or whatever. <laughs> and so Lyle just runs away after mm-hmm. he sees how much of All a right, badass puppy over. is. <laughs> yes, exactly. It's like if uh, what was that guy? Not Cletus Judd, That was a. He was a comedian singer. I have no idea. Larry the Cable Guy. Oh, that's who this guy reminds <gasps> by, me of. My uh, name Mater is like two meter without Oh, you went with the least annoying reference that he has, but yes. like, still annoying. That's the one every... Uh, That's the get-her-done guy. Every <laughs> zillennial knows. Get-her-done. Millennial, Gen Z I'm pretty cusp. sure... I can't remember if it was my class or the class before me in high school tried to have that be like our class motto. Tomato, but without the tu? Get-her-done. Oh, get-her-done. Fucking gross. Yeah. That is disgusting. It was like I was like sitting in the gym, and they're like, I'm voting for get-her-done, and I was like... Boo. <laughs> my my class was going to have We Are Young as our class song mm-hmm. but there's like a very passing reference to someone being high in it mm. so we couldn't uh, no one's ever high, so... And that's true. Anyway, <laughs> I'll probably cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> then we cut to the Giles telling everybody it was a gas leak. Yes, Uh which everyone just... I mean, su- people in Sunnydale willingly believe, like, all this dumb... Mm. Like, this, these terrible explanations for shit because they don't want to believe in supernatural things, which I guess gives Joyce some leeway I, as well. Well, <laughs> I just really like, these... Gas things will, will happen. happen. Yes, what was it really? <laughs> and, then, uh-huh. and Xander's and, like, "I'll tell you tomorrow." He's like, "Stick with the gas thing." Uh huh. And Xander, oh, this is kind of nice of Xander. He's like, "Are you guys okay?" He's mm-hmm. asking about Cordelia and Willow. And they're like, yeah, we're okay. Willow <laughs> asks, did I really hit you? And he's like, yeah, everyone hit no, me. No, he says, and then Cordelia asks, did I hit you? Yes. He's like, yes, everyone hit me. <laughs> and Cordelia's like, uh, good. And she's like, no, not good, because I hit you. <laughs> she's like, but I mean, good, because I didn't want to be left out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, that's really so funny. funny. And <laughs> that's uh, Joy- Buffy is looking for Joyce and Xander. Where did Buffy get these other clothes? I, yeah, that's what I was wondering too. I she was looking, has a, they kind of look Jimmy, so like she could have maybe had yeah, like that gym clothes. She that must she changed have taken them from a gym locker or something. Because mm-hmm. she doesn't have the black goop on her anymore. They look Jimmy. <laughs> <laughs> they do. They look Jimmy. Jimmy. <laughs> uh, Jimmy Downs and um. Jimmy. <laughs> and <laughs> so, uh, Xander points out Joyce. And Buffy goes to Joyce, and Joyce is like, I was worried you were caught in the gas leak. What does that mean? (laughs) She was... Uh, anyway right. and uh she's like i was at the library looking for you and you weren't there and buffy's like oh i was at the gym you know as a gas leak and joyce is like no i said be at the library you have to learn responsibility once yeah. and for all you're like, confined to your room until further notice she was, no because she's like i guess i'm grounded again she's like you're already grounded and she's like, <laughs> yes oh yeah and she, and then joyce says all those things joyce is really fucking intense in this movie right it's, i didn't like it and especially after this all this crazy shit well, just happened yeah well and also it's also really funny that buffy doesn't have like the wherewithal to be like i was in the bathroom yeah right exactly <laughs> or something and, something uh, reasonable buffy says i won't leave my room and Joyce says you're damn right you won't and, and we have responsibility again in this scene and uh i i don't think i've mentioned this specifically but like it's interesting because it's the juxtaposition of Joyce saying Buffy needs to like learn some responsibility, but Buffy litter. The only reason Joyce is having to say this stuff is because Buffy is Performing her literal cosmic duty. Her responsibilities. Yes, exactly. So it's very, like, Joyce has just no idea what the fuck is going on. Irony. Yes, exactly. Uh, Dramatic irony in Joyce's case. Because (laughs) the audience knows, but Joyce doesn't. Thanks. (laughs) That's what dramatic irony is. (laughs) 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 Then we cut to Buffy... An Angel making out through her open window. Mm-hmm. She's like, I'm not breaking any rules. I just called this scene. The only thing I wrote here is smooch smooch the end. Yes, basically. Because Joyce is like, Buffy, are you going to bed? Buffy says, in a minute. And they they kiss some more. And the score is really pretty. Mm-hmm. And we see the stuffed animals on the bed again. Very important, mm-hmm. I think. And that is the end of the episode. It's very cute. Okay. No one died in this episode. Nope. Just the... The just the bizarre. bazaar and yeah so no offspring. in memoriam this time congratulations sunnydale <laughs> <laughs> so as we continue through the series we'll give each episode a score from one to ten stakes how many stakes would you give this episode zach i went back and forth between five and six. Oh really um yeah i think i'm gonna settle on six because i was at five i this is what i originally settled on but then like all the foreshadowing stuff did push it a little bit further for uh-huh. me. I just really... I don't know. I just really don't like the direction they took Joyce in. And I mean, like, I can get why or whatever. I just don't enjoy it. Uh-huh. I actually... I think this is, like... This might be the my favorite, like, filler episode uh-huh. so far. Maybe. It's, I guess I Nightmares mean, is a filler episode. Well, like, okay. But, I mean... Y- sorry. <laughs> I was going to agree with you, and I am still, but I just want to say, like, if you think about the filler episodes, <laughs> right. low, low bar, uh, what uh, are I the always, other ones? I Teacher's always... Pet, The Pack, Yes. Uh, the Molliquin. what's that one called? I, Robot, Eugene. <laughs> There's um, Inca Mummy Girl. Inca Mummy Girl. Reptile Boy. Like, yeah, this one has, like, a sensible plot. Low bar, <laughs> but yeah. still. Yeah. It but, is definitely like, it is miles above the other filler yeah, episodes. Yeah, I, I mean, I think the plot makes sense. I like the plot. I think it's so fucking creepy. Mm-hmm. I really, I like this episode so much more than I thought. I'm going to give it a 7.5. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay i always think it's really funny because you sometimes are like, <laughs> i was like you're like gassing oh. up the episode and no I give it a 7 no you were five. like oh, a six really <laughs> i'm gonna give it 1.5 points higher than that that's way better <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny yeah i mean i guess when you're on a 10 point scale it is I quite was, a bit better and i'm probably biased because i was expecting to hate this episode but i really liked it yeah i mean i've said it i, I feel like i'm kind of broken record at this point saying this but like Doing the podcast and watching for all the detail and everything. It really just makes me appreciate mm-hmm. the episodes a lot more. Even the more fillery ones. Yeah, I, it, it especially the fillery ones. Well, and this one, I don't... It's just almost not a filler episode. Yeah, there's... Because there's so you'll much... Sh- you'll see when we get to surprise yeah, you guys. Yeah, if you're sitting here listening to us say that and be like, what the fuck? Like, Excuse me, folks. <laughs> But, yeah, like, I, it's just there's so much that is actually set up and alluded to in this episode. And, I mean, it, it's its own contained story. Yeah. Which is sometimes annoying, but I like it. Not in this instance. For me. Yes. For me. For me. It's good. Anywho's old Kyle, uh, now that we've talked about that, who was your MVP for the episode? Who slayed it? My MVP for this episode is Buffy. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what I put to. Yeah, it's... I don't I mean Giles does open open the book to the page about the bazaar. Mm. And you know, Xander's pretty cool in this episode, but it's Buffy. It has to be Buffy. Yeah, Xander is like the closest one to second place, but I think it's pretty far down. I think yeah, it's, it's definitely Buffy. This is a very Buffy hero episode. Like Xander the best thing Xander did was he stopped the eggs from getting all the way out of the sewer. Yes, exactly. Which is good. Mm-hmm. you know. But Buffy, <laughs> Buffy killed the monster and got covered in black yeah. goop and scared Lyle. All right, so it's time for Zach to give us a brief queer analysis of this episode. Mm. Initiating queer analysis. Beep, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> all right, so, all right. I think in this one, you can draw some pretty obvious parallels, of course, with Xander and Cordelia making out in literal closets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes their relationship is in the closet yeah like to the way like you know queer people especially you know young queer people or queer people who are in <laughs> shitty red states <laughs> <laughs> um sometimes sorry i'm gonna say it again without copying shitty red or, states, or or just in anywhere or with terrible shitty, parents. yeah or shitty areas yeah so where people are dicks um so you know, they have to kind of hide their relationship to avoid judgment and persecution, which is very familiar. Um, but this is kind of a running gag like it's going on. So I don't, don't want to point to it too much because. I Yeah. Mean, and also, it's more just that they're embarrassed because they're supposed to hate each other. <laughs> right. But yeah, I mean, there there are the parallels. But yeah, I just thought it should be acknowledged. Yeah, I agree. But I mean, I could start saying that over and over again going forward. So uh, a very common theme to these kind of mind control body snatchers storylines is the idea of like conformity and how conforming to like a singular group ideal causes you to lose your sense of self. And, you know, if you just submit to the bizarre then you don't have to fight it anymore and you can just kind of go with the flow. But then you Mm -hmm. lose your autonomy because the bizarre is controlling you. Uh, And, you know, this can be compared to the broader experience of queer people who are trying to find their place in, you know, quote unquote mainstream society while also kind of maintaining their own unique identity. Uh, There's the idea of conforming to expectations even within the queer community itself where like some people try to put other people in a box, be like, if you're gay, you must do X and dress like Y and know about Z when there's really no one set way to be a member of LGBTQIA community. Um, so that's what it made me think of. And then also it makes me think about how there's like the debate about whether pride should be family friendly or not oh because of the whole conformity thing oh okay, like okay. should we get commercial and like make pride for everyone where it's like disneyfied and we're like walking around like julie andrews like hello streets or <laughs> should we be like fucking each other in the ass in public which i would argue there is room for both of those options i don't know why people right. act like we have to choose one and um, usually when people are fucking each other in the ass in public it is at an adult event <laughs> Uh, just like all other groups, queer people are not monoliths, of course. Um, I don't know why I'm saying this to you guys. It's just like preaching to the choir. But, like, well, hey, I mean, there might be a straight person who <laughs> listens to Well, us. I mean, but I think queer people are sometimes guilty of it, too, of like oh, trying yes. to codify other queer people and, like, gatekeep one, one who thing is queer, who is, like, or the whole thing of, like... By today gay tomorrow we're right. like ex- acting like bisexuality doesn't exist well, which is so stupid but yeah that's just what it made me think about like those kind mm. of things that like are somewhat like toxic in the gay community sometimes still but like we're move i feel like we're moving away from it a bit mm-hmm. which is so only time will tell i'm yeah. surprised that you haven't mentioned joyce at all like, I feel mm-hmm. like Joyce's whole thing with just being angry at Buffy for just the straight up facts about what is happening, about Buffy being out late at night mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and like not being where Joyce told her to be, but, and Joyce completely ignoring all the evidence that she has that there's something lying underneath and not like trying to talk to Buffy about it. Mm. That's a very like parent of a closeted queer child thing yeah like if you're if you're not doing things correctly you're just going to be like okay go the fuck to your room and uh stay there for two months but it makes sense to me that you wouldn't think about that because you hate how joyce is in this episode i was like cringy at joyce the whole time yes now that we've talked about the queer analysis it's time for the gayest moment this was a tough one Mm. uh because there wasn't anything that really struck me as like Ooh, gay. Like there was no Cordelia tiny purse moment. (laughs) Even Even the the, tiny purse was back. And and the tiny purse is like actually quite a bit bigger than I thought it was. (laughs) But anyway, I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with a throwback here and I'm going to go with Buffy saying to her mom's face, saving the world from vampires Mm. and her mom ignoring it. (laughs) Like, Oh yeah. I thought about talking about that in the queer analysis too. Mm -hmm. How that's like, you like say it like, jokingly to see how mm-hmm. they react and then they're like shut the fuck up you mm-hmm. dumb ass yeah that's the only one i could really find um because the yeah yeah that's the that's what that's what i'm picking it's not it's not a chock full of gay episode yeah except for i i think that i Joyce, thought about i, I mean th- it, it's too on the nose but i also thought about cordelia and xander making out in the closet oh yes that is that would be a very good one as well yeah Oh, so th- just, just Joyce and Buffy in general in this episode are very parent and closeted gay kid. Mm. All right. Zach, do you want to tell everyone that, where they can find us now that we're done with this episode? Yeah, now that we've uh, finished with our malum ovum. Uh, Sorry, that was just like dog Latin. I was making that up. Our evil um, egg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> i told you it was just yes shittiness. yes 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 i don't know latin um so uh we finished with bad eggs thanks for listening uh if you did like what you heard give us a, a follow on that there spotify or apple or wherever you podcast and leave us a five-star rating and review us that would be super cool and we will read it aloud on the pod if we uh, run across it before we record and, uh, yeah, you can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod. Yes. And if, uh, I don't, I feel like we don't get a lot of listeners from TikTok, but I just want to say if you decided to listen because of our, uh, Willow in the Science Lab TikTok mm. <laughs> this week, thank you for joining us. Welcome. Uh, I always, I'm always really... Why specifically ex- that one? Because that one, that's, that was the one that got kind of big this week. It has oh. like, it has a little over a thousand likes. Uh, so, yeah, if you if you started listening to us because of that, uh, thank you. Uh, please continue. We would love <laughs> it. Uh, it. Make sure you leave a written review if you decide to rate us on iTunes. That's how you'll get your review written. You can literally say, uh, excuse me your review read. You can literally say whatever the fuck you want and we will read it as long as you give us five stars. <laughs> uh, written yeah. reviews are very important. You can also reach out to us through email at buffygays at gmail.com. Go to anchor.fm slash buffygays if you feel like leaving us a voice message. And please share with any of your friends who like Buffy or who are gay or who you think are gay or who you think <laughs> might like Buffy. Anything. or Or your friends who you think aren't gay and would hate Buffy. Share us with them as well. <laughs> uh, share us with people who don't even watch tv yes make convince them to get a an amazon prime subscription. share us with that one friend who's homeschooled and says that tv was the devil <laughs> that devil. devil yes so this has been that episode tw- buffy yes this person no This has been episode (laughs) 12 of season two of Buffy. Join us next week and we'll be discussing surprise. Till next time. (laughs) I'm so excited for surprise. Surprise. I'm Kyle. And I'm (laughs) Zach. And we are your Buffy... Buffy (laughs) Gase. Happy slaying. Goodbye. Au revoir. <laughs> no, you can't laugh. i have going to cut that out. No one will know why you're laughing. Cut this out too. You're just going to be chopping. <laughs> I'll put that in the end. <laughs>